Welcome to the Bite Size Book Club podcast, She Well Read. We're your hosts, Alana and Samra, and we're two black girls in our mid-20s who are on a journey to get back into reading. Our goal is to encourage women to not only read any and everything, but to also read at your own pace. Each episode, we take a bite-sized approach to reading by breaking down one chapter of a book and diving into a multitude of topics. We see reading as a source of empowerment and want to bring people together through shared experiences and provide a platform that promotes reading as a source of empowerment. Thanks for being here and let's get on to the show. Hey, Well Read Baddies. Welcome to another episode of She Well Read. I'm Alana. And I'm Samra. And today we are discussing the first section of I'm Glad My Mom Died, which is chapters one through six. And yeah, I'm ready. We're here. We're guys. here. We're ready for it. It's, it's a lot already. Yeah. The last week was just a tease. It was a, a deep tease because we going to get right on into it. And we uh, forgot tissues. Damn. So, you know, it's going to be a little pat pat. We're going <laughs> to figure it out. Figure it out. Um, but first off, shout out corner. Follow everywhere at She Will Red. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. And we now have an Amazon storefront. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we were against it for so long. We were trying to be better people <laughs> more sustainable we thought we were doing something but i mean after, we were and we, we are we are and right. were and continue to but like there's a lot of indie artists indie artists indie authors right that we've talked to and they're only on amazon exactly they're or like not on, not on bookshop. bookshop yeah so, so. you're we like well how many have we had and then it just kept stacking up yeah so here we are Right. We were like, we got to support them still. So yes. we made an Amazon storefront. Uh, we are going to be adding lots of indie authors, indie books. So stay tuned for that. If you are an indie author, let us know. Send us an email at shewellread at gmail.com. And we'll add you to our storefront. Uh, do, do, do. Oh, and, and we have Patreon now. I it, know, this is all the new coming. stuff. Yeah. It's like what's Back the next in business look that part we've been working we've been working <laughs> during this break we were on a break we for a reason so we could get some stuff together i had to get myself together we had to do a little <laughs> a little zhuzh. we had to read we had to think re yes that's renew mm -hmm. and recycle <laughs> Stop. So yeah. Um but yeah. yeah, so we have three tiers. They range from three dollars to ten dollars. I'm pretty sure the mid tier is like five dollars, which is basically you'll get a monthly call with us and we'll go over what we've talked about so far in the episodes and just a whole bunch of other stuff, a nice little kiki. If you've ever wanted to just talk to us, that's how you're gonna be able to do it. Um and so yeah, so check us out, Patreon. Everything is linked in the description so go check that out under more links it's all all of our links right there uh coffee break i wanted to ask you this because i've been seeing so much about it the fashion girlies are quaking we are okay. <laughs> as our resident fashion girly like, I was what's like, their we like have to do a whole episode like we don't got time for that no but... <laughs> not now but later oh. stay on the stay tuned in whatever the fuck you're <laughs> supposed to say tap in everywhere so you can keep up with us probably yeah. we'll pro i'll probably put on the patreon like because i do kind of want to like 
express myself like my other interests you know what i mean yeah and i feel like the patreon's a good place to do that yeah you'll get to it's a place you'll get to know us a lot better and there's a ton of fashion people Mm-hmm. that i want to interview oh mm-hmm. and so we can get like deeper into this but basically the rundown is mm-hmm. um we don't know what the fuck is going on yes because i saw that is it law roach law roach he is world-renowned stylist right of mainly zendaya is what we know him for but he's worked with rihanna as well beyonce um what's that girl who signed to dior anna is it anna taylor yeah that girl the girl who was in the the chest the chest thing the chest thing the queen's gambit yes, yes. he's dressed on, or maybe everybody. it's anybody anya taylor anya, i was like anna, anna, anna. yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. i literally just saw her in an ulta because she's <laughs> the face of everything mm-hmm. Go, anna love to see anya her, Anya! Um, but he is huge. Look him up. Look up his looks. He's dressed all of the fashion girlies. And yeah. So, I looked it up. I was like, iconic. He is an icon. And he's like one of the biggest stylists right now. And he just, on a Tuesday, posted a fucking Instagram post. Yeah. And it just had a picture. It looked like a like a meme. Like Yeah. It, it looked had, kind of like a haha. And somebody was like, yes. it's not April 1st like this isn't funny it wasn't funny and it's serious (laughs) i don't know there's like some speculation about why he said he's retired um and he just basically was like there's been a lot of gossip and you know if it was just about the clothes i Mm -hmm. would do this for the rest of my life but Mm -hmm. unfortunately it is not and Mm -hmm. it's like a game and it's politics and it's which I feel like is like every industry. Unfortunately, like unfortunately, it is. it is every industry. I feel Especially like you have to deal with that. An industry like Hollywood and right. stuff. Like it, yeah. it does come with the territory, and mm-hmm. so it's upsetting. Some people I've heard a speculation by only one person. So I, you know, I don't think it's true, but it could be, and it's basically. This part is not just speculation, but Zendaya just signed a contract with mm-hmm. LV. I saw that. For several years. Mm-hmm. And so she'll be kind of restricted in what she can wear on red carpets. Mm-hmm. And La Roach is supposedly like was not a part of a part of the deal. deal. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. But then I saw today, like literally right before I got here and it was like, but he's still going to style Zendaya. Like, he made it very clear, very public. He was like... Did he? Yeah, because, uh, like... Oh. So the girlies... That's, that's why I want to ask me. you about this. Yeah, because, you know, people have been be like... Posted. People were like, um, Miss Zendaya girl, like, what you finna do? Because he made Zendaya a fashion girl. Yeah. Like, he built her. Mm-hmm. Like, he's been... What, it, I saw it was like he's been working with her since he was 14 or something like that. Yes. For, like, ever. Like- yeah childhood shit yeah he Mm. tweeted he was basically just like oh yeah i'm gonna still be styling zendaya like that's family yeah he tweeted he tweeted but he said he was retiring so he just threw the whole world yeah yeah the conspiracy theory is that he's still gonna be a stylist or Mm -hmm. he is still gonna style like he's definitely not retiring he just wanted to like create an uproar Mm. to prove his worth his like i mean if that if that was the case he did it he did because we everybody was like what the fuck yeah yeah 
all of my whole and I don't even know how I got on that side of TikTok. My whole feed was like I'm everybody on Tuesday was just like it was shocked. big for a Tuesday. Like, <laughs> I was at work and I just said, what the <laughs> Hold I up. posted on my fashion account like what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and um yeah. So I don't know if he was doing that. It is the Met is about to happen. Right. So maybe he was trying to prove something. Maybe there's a you know, a larger picture because mm-hmm. at his age which he's grown he's mm-hmm. like 44 years old mm-hmm. and you know at his mature age you would think like you know kind of the territory like you said it is hollywood like you know what i mean like yeah. that comes in every industry yeah and to me if you love something so much and you're literally in your prime like why stop mm-hmm. so to me i was like there's gotta be more here yeah and I, it's also the thing is there's also like the measure of like knowing your value and no like you were saying like this could be for him to be like i'm gonna prove a point to you bitches one moment and if so he did he did that right and have you seen the the video of like he's going with zendaya at the fashion fashion at fashion week in in milan and yeah and he had to like there, there wasn't was a, seat to be for a seat for him. He yeah. had to sit in the second row, which people are upset about that. They're like, he's egotistical if he thinks he deserves to be on the front row. Like, mm-hmm. he needs to, like, just check himself. Like, he's not a celebrity. Chill out. But, my th- but like, to his own right, he is a celebrity. I mean, and that's the- what he was trying to prove. Right. And my thing is, the stylists are the one who are dressing the people. So you would think... You'd care more about what the stylist thinks of the collection or like, it's like, oh, I want to put that piece on this person that I know I'm working for this event on. I am the audience. Right. But in this social media world, like when they're posting videos on the front row, like people want to see their favorite celebs, aka Zendaya, Mm -hmm. um, or whoever was sitting next to him, Emma Stone, like the the A-list stars. Like that's who they want to see on the front row. And so people that are actually in fashion get pushed to the side. Mm. And that's um, a growing problem, actually. Interesting. So it's like a whole thing. But yeah, I wanted to like see, I was like, how much does Samra know? How much does Samra been paying attention to? I was like, I know a lot. (laughs) Well, you've just put me on because I did not know. I don't even follow him on Twitter. I I saw it. So there's, there's this girl I follow on TikTok. Her name, I think her like, username is simply simone i'll tag it in the description but i saw it on her feed she was like oh like she, she like showed yeah she, she kept she keeps, she keeps me tiktok girl like, <laughs> been researching yeah yeah I was at work like what, what? The yeah so that's interesting um we stay tuned i guess we'll see what happens <laughs> <Stay> <laughs> um and lastly for coffee break we can you want to talk about the feedback that we got on the i know it was i think it was only just just two on the story yes yeah okay so keep keep checking the stories instagram stories instagram stories on tuesdays that's probably when i'll be posting my weekly questions Mm -hmm. um i just me and alana talked Mm -hmm. the other day we did a little chat and we (laughs) decided that um we just wanted to figure out what because we had preconceived notions about Miss Jeanette McCurdy. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to know what our audience was thinking. And so thank you to everyone that did answer. Mm-hmm. Um, I got one answer that was, she's a hot girl. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what that was in. I don't, she she was a hot girl, I guess, on iCarly. 
Or maybe it's like she's a bad bitch for like making this book, period. Yeah, that's why I wanted some elaboration. Mm. I don't know. But she is a bad bitch in every right. Right. Even as a teenager. Like, right. She was the funniest part of iCarly. She was she was iCarly. Let's let's let's, let's come be on. Real. Let's be fucking for I, real. Sam <laughs> Sam and Cat. <laughs> See, I was gonna say Sam and Cat. Um and then what was the mm, other one? Oh, and the other one was oh, what was it? I think it was I hi Kinsey. I think it was Kinsey. Oh yeah. She said she um did nothing wrong. But and she did it. Which I was like, you're right, because the teen stars all went wild. Oh, I took that as like she oh, was in, this book? In, in the sense of the book, like she was valid. She didn't do anything wrong. Oh, see, the, the, the right. The, this is the, the perspectives. We this is what we're all boys, about. Which I was thinking about it as the teen stars, because you know, I and I also thought about. I was like, Disney stars really went crazy. Like, <laughs> Nickelodeon stars didn't really do so much besides like Zoe. that. We that we heard. <laughs> wow! Well, wow! Zoe was yeah, Zoe was like the nick star but after zoe they <laughs> were like of, y'all yeah. are on lockdown yeah. i don't know what they did but right. no, everybody else was chill like mm-hmm. ariana turned into a whole pop icon queen. who would have yeah. thought who would have thought <laughs> who thunk? um but yeah sam was always really chill like i didn't hear any news yeah like when her. this book came out that was the first where i was like Oh shit! Yes. Oh, you're right. So they maybe just kept it under wraps better. Yeah. That and that's that's. I was, I was like, what am I thinking? That's you it. were just saying that. Yeah. I was like, I'm not putting this into words though, but it's uh, that. You're yeah. so right. It was like the Disney ones we knew more a about. Bit crazy as right. a teenager, especially a teenager with money, mm-hmm. income. Yeah. Can't imagine because my broke up. Right. I was about to say my broke up. I was just sitting at home like. What am I gonna do this weekend? Right. No, literally. With five dollars in my pocket. <laughs> oh my god, twenty dollars in my pocket. Not even that. Okay. Um. All right. Well, let's get, get into, into the chapter. We were like, yeah, it was close enough. Something silly. I was I like, know where I, I went with that. I don't. I mean, get into the chapter. I like slowed it down. Yeah, a little bit. And I was trying to like, uh, <laughs> keep up. <We're> improvising. <laughs> you know what? I'm here for it. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, So we start at the prologue. Oh as we mentioned God. at the end of last episode. What a prologue. And can we just go ahead and say trigger warning? Yes. I mean, this whole season needs a giant trigger warning stamp. Caution signs. Caution signs. Like all the works i'm glad we're breaking it down bite size like, yes i did have someone in my dm saying they devoured this book mm-hmm. in one sitting and i just Intense. feel like that i mean kudos to you but i don't know if i could do it because even the prologue yeah I take a beat. right it literally opens with her mom dying yeah like that's how we start i was like hello scene right <laughs> Like, so thing. like yeah her mom's literally in a coma she's nice to you mm-hmm. and all of her siblings are gathering around being like that thing that people do i guess when somebody's about to die it's like they say some wild thing thinking they're just gonna like pop up i know it's like and then uh, 
yeah it's like, like damn it's not, it's not working work. yeah and so like each of her older brothers go because i didn't realize she was the baby of the group all right and they all nothing happens and then everybody leaves the room and it's just her and her mom mm-hmm. and she's like i'm 89 pounds and i was like 89 god damn oh my oh my god and <laughs> to be fair we don't know how old she is at right? this time In this it was time. 2013 I, i'm acting i'm saying that math? Okay. i was trying but i was like i don't even know how old she is now so i can't do the math there is not a lot of like I'm this age in this moment so far. Yeah, for this one, yeah. But even in the next chapter, I think. Well, yeah, she's like she's like six. It's like six to ten. Oh, six to ten. Okay. Yeah, because I'm like she's I had to grown look. and mature. Mm-hmm. Right in this book, mm-hmm. her thoughts are very mature. Yeah, and um, so I I I was confused. You couldn't tell. Yeah, yeah. I had to like look and be like, okay, right here she says she's six. Like this is her sixth birthday oh, i had to keep okay. track that way kind okay. of so in this moment in this moment she's like on icarly no 20 this was 2013 this was like right before we went to college oh icarly was so done by was then like, this might be maybe sam and cat okay maybe sam and cat fuck because at that point she's definitely older than 16 i was like how old is she yeah she's she's older she's in this moment ish but yeah she like says i'm 89 pounds and like that does not like her mom dies and literally the last line of the prologue is so without my mom who am i supposed to be now and then it's like Mm. before (laughs) in the before time it just sets it up it just sets it up um it was just crazy to like take us right there and mm -hmm. then just be like backing it up right like all the way up back to my early childhood (laughs) yeah um which that's what we're about to get into chapter one which we are introduced to her family and we see where the trauma begins wow let's speak on it Do yeah you want to start from the bottom the 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 siblings and then work it work our way up well we start with meeting her grandparents um, uh and we see how okay, we'll th- go from the top down yeah okay. yeah we start with meeting her grandparents and she's talking about it's like christmas morning and she's like carefully peeling the wrapping paper because yes. she knows her mom wants to like save it and like hoard it hoard Let's it right we learn that she is a hoarder mm-hmm. um and she's like i'm being careful not to rip the paper everybody's watching her grandma's there her grandpa's there too taking pictures mm-hmm. um her mm-hmm. dad's there half asleep her siblings are all there like it's like almost business as usual usual mm-hmm. um and i like have this page marked because i have all this stuff highlighted i have so many sticky notes in this thing at this point um and she's talking about we introduce we are introduced to her brothers marcus dustin and scotty which is who she dedicated the book to oh hold up let me go see that yeah it's That's right there in the beginning Okay, because I didn't know at the time when I read that. Like who those people were? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Breaking it down. Marcus is Mm -hmm. the together one. Mm -hmm. Um, Dustin is the smart one. 
And then Scott is the sensitive one, or Scotty. Yeah, he's nostalgic, too. Nostalgia. Mm-hmm. And so uh, she's saying her mom's watching her, and she's talking about how... She tells us about how her mom, like, is always glamified. Like, she never goes anywhere without her makeup done and her hair done, and she's like... Mm. This quote, literally, she says, it's so much that she doesn't need that I wish she wouldn't use, but I can see her underneath it. Oh, right. And it's like, it made me it think about, like, how young we were seeing, like, these type, like these things that shape our future almost of like how we're gonna like view ourselves because of the way that the adults around us viewed themselves and that difference of like am I gonna do that or like you know like yeah it's It's like like, the path is already paved for you so mm -hmm. it's just easy to go down right that path right but yeah her mom's like five foot or four four eleven so she's always wearing heels yep and just like interesting how like the insecurities like you think it's like you think it's just your mom's routine but at the time i wonder like did she know like the insecurity behind it or is she just right. writing this now from her perspective right. i was thinking about that too as we were reading as we were reading these chapters because i was like maybe my trauma is just, like everybody's trauma is different you you process it differently i don't remember specifics like she's giving us these specifics i know i wish my memory was like that right like i can remember like instances and like blurry moments from like when i was that age but yeah. i cannot remember like like she's like i'm peeling and like those specific details i can't remember that with my trauma personally I, I feel know like bad. she she might have worked with like a therapist or mm, something because I know that once I'm like true. being asked questions and I have time to think it through, mm-hmm. I can get there sometimes. Mm, yeah, and I've heard there's different types of like hypnotic hypnotherapy. Oh yeah, my it's not is it EBRM. I don't know. I think so. It's I'm gonna be doing it soon. Oh. Uh, so yes, it's like it's you not. You can tell us all about. Yeah, it. it's it's like it's not hypnosis, but like kind of like is hypnosis. Is it the cognitive one? I think so. I'm, don't but quote that's me on CBT. that. I think I did CBT, mm-hmm. but I don't know if that's exactly. I remember us talking about it. But I don't remember. Yeah, but so. Um, She's opening her presents. Oh, and but one thing I oh, thought was yeah. weird on page five. Is that where you are? Yeah. Okay, so she has to say she loves this gift. That yeah, she's that's where yeah, that's where I was going. Oh, that's where yeah. you're going. Mm-hmm, where okay. she's like opening the present. It's her sixth birthday, and she's like, I like Rugrats, but everything about this present is wrong. Like it's Angelica, her least favorite character. Oh my god, I used to hate Angelica too, but secretly love her. <laughs> That's it. That's it, Not because what's her doll's name? Who? Angelica's little doll. Oh, I, I don't remember. But she's like your image on on TikTok though, and she was your image forever on Twitter. The doll, Susie. Yeah, the Susie doll. Oh shit. No, it wasn't Susie. That was a character. Anywho, the doll, yeah. whatever the name was, like was your profile picture. That's why I thought you would have known the name. Now. No, <laughs> no. But it's Angelica, and it has flowers on it, and she absolutely hates it. But like you said, she has to love it, right? And like show this appreciation to her mom for this gift. I feel like there were so many times in my childhood where I like hid my sadness or mm. disappointment, and so I just really felt that I was like, especially gifts, because I'm such a gift person. Mm-hmm. To me, I'm like. A gift shows me how, like, well you know me. Yeah. Like, I'm so deep about it. Yeah. And so I love giving gifts. 
But I felt like nobody understood me well enough to like mm. get me a, a gift that like really hit my heart. Yeah. It's like people were getting me gifts that they thought I would like, but like didn't know me. Mm-hmm. And so it just made me feel so alone. Yeah. Opening presents. And mm-hmm. it just becomes so like sad yeah it, and as we see it, because then she has to wear this outfit to her birthday party at the park with all of her friends okay right no but okay so this this leads into kind of where i was where i underlined mm-hmm. which i was like first of all she said her mom's mom's watching me and i'm watching her and that's how it always is we're always connected intertwined mm. one which is a weird it's a weird thing to think about your mom but I, I understand it. We are one person. And that's a theme that we see. A lot. Throughout this few chapters. Mm-hmm. Okay, but other part. She tells me, this is her mom. She tells me to put her the outfit on for my party while she already starts taking mm. off my pajamas. As she's removing my clothes, it feels more like a rip than a peel. To me, that's a, like, that's already. sexual assault in front of the family Damn. when I you think about it because if your clothes she tells or asks her to put on these clothes but she doesn't like let her do that herself yeah. she's in the midst of doing it to her which mm. just to me like reinforced the idea that they are one person yeah and like if it feels like a rip mm-hmm. you're old enough to know that and if that's the case like you should say no right i think not not like blaming her yeah i think in this moment like like she's like she was a kid then but only now can she articulate what that felt like a rip rather than a peel that's so true yeah like like, she's she's like right but i don't don't know know why or right and so now we're reading this book and she can articulately say what that moment really felt like oh my god with her adult language Oh, y'all. This book, <laughs> it's like it'll just throw that in there casually. Casually. And we're just still going through the story. She's yes. like cracking jokes. Mm-hmm. Like it's dark humor. It's very much dark humor. Um, and so she's talking about her birthday. We're at her birthday party, the birthday right. wish. Right. She was like, the birthday wish is the most power I have in my life right now. It's my best chance at control. I don't take this opportunity for granted. I want to make it count. We also learn that her mom has cancer at the time. Um, and I think she gets it, a, like she, it's like, it goes into remission and then she gets it again, I'm pretty sure. Mm. But she makes a big deal about like mm. her getting over, like at this point, her getting over this cancer and we should be so grateful. And like, she has all these home videos of when she was sick and like makes them sit down and watch it over and over again to like be reminded of how grateful it is that she's well now. Oh my god, the nostalgia. I've never seen nostalgia that's like dark. Dramatic. Yeah. yeah. It's like reliving it. Like why to me whenever I pass like a dark time, I'm like throwing it under the fucking rug. <laughs> like don't want to think about it. In a garbage can, <laughs> then having the garbage can shipped to a different country. Like I never yeah. want to think about it again. Right, exactly. But she's just like, nope. <laughs> We're gonna sit down and as watch a this as a family. Like family reminisce time of when mommy was about to die. It's like it's already traumatic for a kid enough to watch their mother like get Once. that close to death, but to relive it like that. I cannot imagine. I, I I can't. And 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 then she even gets on her. This is on page eight. Mm. And her mom calls her a stinker, 
because not a stinker yeah and she says stinker with such a venomous bite that it might as well be a cuss word she goes on to say how she can't believe i wouldn't stop singing jingle bells at the top of my lungs when the mood was clearly sad oh yeah she's like i am the moment yeah this is about me and she's a kid and she doesn't even know what's going on and she was two living her life like yeah she was two like hello (laughs) Uh, but literally like she says she says i was two but age was no excuse and so she feels guilt every time she watches the video because she's like oh because i was wrong yeah and i have to see that and i have to see that over and over again and every time we watch this video you remind me of that fact this is dark this is so dark. Okay. I, this is weird to say, and like maybe you shouldn't say it, but we're the, we talked about this. We're being honest mm-hmm. with our trauma. So my mom has bipolar disorder, right? Right. You talked about it. Growing up, it kind of was a similar thing of like we're so lucky that mom got through that, but we don't mm. know when it's gonna come back. So mm. we have to live our life like with this hanging cloud. And at certain points, my dad, like, wanted to scare my mom into staying healthy, which, like, is insane. Yeah. But he would record her when she was manic and then force her to To watch watch the video. So I was triggered. I was like, to, but to me, I was like, for my mom to want to do that, that was, like, the same as this situation. So that was, like, not the same. But, but similar. The similarity, yeah, it's all, yeah. It's sick. It is sick. It's fucked up and it's so wrong mm-hmm. to me personally. And I would never ever do that to somebody. Like, here, look at all the pain you caused us. Right. Like, what? That's I'm so like, sorry. We should yeah. be, like like hugging you. Yeah. Like, instead of being like, you see all the bullshit you put us through? Yeah. When you're in a manic state that you like cannot control sometimes. Yeah. Mm. thankfully i didn't have to watch the videos but i like saw I, I you saw knew about it yeah <laughs> oh, oh shit I was there. oh fuck. i was there but like my mom was like you know not there mm-hmm. so that's why he wanted her to see it to like see it. you need to see what we deal with i feel like there's a way there's a way there's a way to there's do a that better it's way. a better way to do that you can definitely just communicate with yeah someone. right and like it shouldn't be like that jeez um yeah so she's going through that here um and you know that just becomes the the air of the house it's like oh thank god that deborah her mom it doesn't have cancer anymore Mm -hmm. it's the center of everything and so she goes back to the birthday party where she's talking about you know they're saying happy birthday and she's like the time has come to make my wish Mm -hmm. and you want to know what her wish was i wish that mom will stay alive another year that's so sad. It's. She gosh. said, "This is the only power I have, and in this moment, like it's so selfless." Yes. To be yes. like, I just want my mom alive. Mm-hmm. Right. But her mom is her. Mm-hmm. Because they're intertwined. Right. Just like at the prologue, where she's like, "What do I do now?" Yeah. Oh my god. You see, feels, mm. her wish worked though. For a little while. She made it. Another, yeah. Another year. Another, yeah, you're right. You're right. Another year. Um. So then we're going into the second chapter. Where now we're learning more about, um, you know, this pressure that she had to be perfect. And it kind of goes in that theme of like what your parents want you to be rather than like what you want to be. Right. So like her mom wanted to be an actress Mm. and her parents, her Jeanette's 
grandparents wouldn't let her do that. So now her mom is like obsessively obsessed with <laughs> I was like what's the better word literally yeah obsessively obsessed. obsessively obsessed right with Jeanette becoming an actress and Jeanette like she's really not stoked about she's it. not she's not excited about it at all and she, her mom literally says I'm highlighted on page 10 I want to give you the life I never had net net is the nickname that she calls oh, Jeanette right. and she says I want you mm. I want to give you the life I deserved the life my parents wouldn't let me have like the narcissism is so real Mm -hmm. because how do you look at your like the the way she blames things on her kids she's like she's like shitting on her dad to her yeah that's another they have a tumultuous relationship seems like talks to her her daughter about i could have married a doctor i could have married this i could have married that Mm -hmm. and then she also like will say things like i couldn't finish college and things like that because i had babies so you're also kind of it's like you're blaming things on everybody else as Mm -hmm. to why you didn't live the life you deserve right you didn't make the choices for yourself so now it's everybody else's fault right right which is not the case which is so sad because as the daughter the only daughter the only that's true that's a good point the only daughter she has to like the the boys are like kind of in their own world Mm -hmm. and like Jeanette's the one that like it really is affects yeah affected by Mm -hmm. her mom's I guess, failed plans for her life. Yeah. And so she's, like, convincing her, like, like I want you to, like, go to Hollywood and become a famous, act- famous actress. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and the, the other part where it's, like, it's an hour and a half away from their house. And, like, her mom's, like, I don't like driving on freeways, but it's a sacrifice I'm willing to make for you because I'm not like my parents. I want what's best for you always. You know that, right? I know she loves the verbiage, right? In a weird, like, twisted way. Mm-hmm. It's like you're so pretty. You have the blonde hair and the blue eyes. They love that in Hollywood. Like, right. don't you think it'll be great? Right. And Jeanette's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess, yeah. The fuck. If you say, if you like it, I love it. Like, <laughs> it's like she just wants her mom to be happy, which right. at that age. Like, these people are your whole world. Your whole world. Like, if her, her mom's happy, she's like, okay, I'm doing well. Mm-hmm. And if her mom's upset, she's like, God damn it, I have to figure I have out to fix what this. I'm doing, fix it, mm-hmm. and, like, make her happy again. Right. Because otherwise, cancer could come back and she could die. Like, it's so deep. Yeah. When, like, it's just this dark cloud. And mm-hmm. it never, like, they don't even have, like, a moment of not thinking about it because she reminds them every All Sunday. The Right. During the family reminisce. <laughs> like, like it's so you can't get sad. away from it. Right. And so she's having this conversation with her mom and her mom's like, so what do you say? You want to act? You want to be mommy's little actress? And it the chapter ends with there's only one right answer. I know I circled that. I was like, that's scary. <laughs> right. That's terrifying. That's terrifying. Like you're talking about your parents not giving you the choice to do what you want to do. And you're literally doing it to your child mm. and making it seem like you're doing like what's best for them. Like what's mm. best for them is to fit, fi- like you were saying earlier, finding out what they like and then pouring in and supporting that. Wow. Not I mean, what you like. Simple enough. But it's like all the sacrifices I made. I feel like so many parents have that complex. Where it's like your children don't owe you 
anything. I don't care what sacrifices you made. I, again, did not choose to be here. You did not have to have me. Jeanette literally says she's sorry that, like, she ruined her mom's body and she can't go out and get a new man. Right. And now she's stuck with this her dad right her literal dad i mean it's like yeah it's so hard when your parents shit on their partner your parent to you Mm -hmm. it's like this weird ass situation i think girls get put in this situation way more often than men or Mm. boys because girls are just like it's so easy to talk to girls like 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 a mom and daughter yeah even dad and daughter hmm I never thought about that. I would, okay. Men yeah. love to talk to their daughter. This is true. They're like, oh, you're not like a woman. You're like my daughter, like my bro. <laughs> In woman form. Yeah. I'm so weak. Yeah, but it's like, and I, I've had that. Like, I, my parents aren't together. So, like, I've seen it firsthand on both sides. And mm-hmm. it's not fun it's being not. in the middle at all. Man. It's not a fun time at all. Because I can't go tell her. Like, right. It's like you have, you literally can't turn to anybody. Literally. And, like, even your siblings sometimes, like, because I was the oldest. Who the fuck am I supposed to talk to about this? I'm not trying to put this on anybody else. Because I don't want it myself. Right. Mm. <laughs> okay. Damn. Chapter three. We're going oh, into three. God. We're going in. Th- right. We're just, you just, it's one of those things you just got to keep on pushing. Keep on pushing. Just keep pushing. Um, so chapter three, we're getting into the beginning and basically of her acting career where she's going to her first audition and she's got this monologue prepared that she's supposed to say and she y'all she's nervous out of her mind right like now. the first time you've ever been like weak in the knees mm-hmm. sick to your stomach yep. that's such an awful feeling it is it's terrible like that anxiety that's building up with you like ready to just like boil over it's like it won't end you're gonna <laughs> feel that way for yeah a lot like several like throughout your life Mm -hmm. but to feel it the first time yeah it's like oh my god it's not a good kind of rush yeah it's almost like a trip like Mm -hmm. a bad trip a bad trip yep and so she's super nervous she gets up there to do her monologue and the guy can like tell that obviously she's uncomfortable she doesn't really want to be there like and, she, and he's like, so her mom gave her these tips of like, do this, seem really cheery, do your hand motions. And he's like, don't do any of that. Yeah. But now she's got to make that mental decision like, oh, my gosh, he's telling me not to do this. And like, he's the one who's in charge of getting me this job. Mm-hmm. But my mom also told me to do these things to get these like get the job. And if I tell her I didn't do the things that she told me to do, she's going to be disappointed. She's going to be disappointed. It's like that struggle. She's doing mental gymnastics mm-hmm. all while like. This is the make or break moment. Right. If she doesn't nail this, like her mom is going to be sad. And you know, Jeanette doesn't want that. Right. So she's like, what the, what, what do, do I, I do? do? Yeah. And she does it. Yeah. She follows his directions and he's like, you know, that's better. It's like she can tell it's like still not the best, but. She has natural talent. Right. I'm going to tell you what. <laughs> she's going to tell you right now. Try. Right. The first I didn't even think about that. With the direction he gave. Like she oh. just. Mm hmm you know yep and so she gets called in and she becomes a background act she gets asked to be signed as a background actor she's like tier two tier two which she finds out there is a tier one like these these kids getting called back to be like principal actors Mm -hmm. and she's like i have to make sure my mom doesn't find out about this other tier that i didn't get and let's just be happy it's like yo everybody failed this time (laughs) 
like, yeah. look, like nobody made over a C, so my C is not bad. If right. you think about it, if you think about it, it was an A. <laughs> Yeah. Mental gymnastics. <laughs> That's like. what this episode's gonna be. Mental gymnastics. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Bruh. goodness. And so her mom's signing the contract and now it's Jeanette's this turn to sign. Mm-hmm. This oh is page 14 God. if you're keeping up with us. Um, and Jeanette, Jeanette asks, what are we signing for? And her mom's like, the contract is to get an agent. They get 20%. We get 80%. And 15% of that 80% will go into a Coogan account, mm-hmm. which is an account you can access once you're 18. And she says, that's all the money that parents, that most parents let their kids have. But you're lucky. Mommy's not going to take any of your money except for my salary plus essentials. Like essentials. Right, a salary, and then and then the nerve of Jeanette to ask, "What are essentials?" And her mom says, "Why are you giving me the third degree all of a sudden? Don't you trust me?" And it's like that that wording that like thing she does when she's writing. I quickly sign, like. She's like, nobody's coming for you, ma'am. Right, let me let me just sign my life away real quick. Literally. And so the guy comes back, gives a speech, and gives feedback to stu- to parents. And her and he says that Jeanette has potential. And her mom goes, potential. <laughs> <laughs> and she's he's like, you know, she's shy. Um, oh. And she he could tell she was very nervous in her monologue. And she, her mom's like, oh yeah, she's shy, but but she's getting over it. It's a phase. Not a phase. Mm. You know, my your child. Come on now, be fucking for real. Exactly. And he's just like. He says this, Ooh, which yep, I was like, yep, 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 it's part. important that Jeanette wants to act in order for her to do well. And in that moment when I was reading it, I was like, this person who does not even know your kid. One second, he what, assessed this one, the situation. Right. And that doesn't set off like, oh, let me, let me, oh, Jeanette, do you want this? She can't see herself. She can't. That's the thing. It's really sad. And Jeanette, like he smiles at her like in this way where she's like i know i'm missing something mm-hmm. and that smile doesn't feel genuine mm-hmm. but she doesn't know what's what's what it means like the underlying mm-hmm. she can't read between the lines because she's six <laughs> right <laughs> but like the oh it's just so upsetting and this is again why i want people to go through mental health stuff before <laughs> because he looked at her knew what was happening but like that's her mom. You can't take a kid from their mom, even if you can tell, like, this is a sticky situation. Yeah, and I, th- I feel like it's not even, like, like, a mental health does have something to do with it, but I feel like it's even deeper than that. Like, it's that bond of, what, like, when you have a child. It's like, you know, the, like, for instance, when I wasn't in a relationship and you were in a relationship and I was like, oh, I wouldn't do that. Like, why would, like, what? This doesn't make sense to me. I would have been running for the hills in and this it, moment. And it. And, like, now there's parts of it now that I'm in a relationship that I'm like, oh, okay, I kind of get it. I understand. And there's still it's stuff. like a human that, being that you love. So yeah. Much. And it's it's just different, mm. I think. And it's, yeah, once it's, you're there. Once you're there. And, oh, and, but like Somebody obviously there's like if I start acting crazy right but there's obvious like rights and wrongs also yes like what's right and what's obviously this is not the right this is not this right. is not it so mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's less on that like it, it mental health has something to do with it obviously in this case because I'm pretty sure I don't want to like misquote but I'm they pretty sure her mom does have something woman with something possibly 
I'm already seeing narcissism. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah, she says, he says, good luck. He says to me with a certain heaviness and then he walks away. And that's how we end that chapter. That one was heartbreaking. Yeah, it was. So on to chapter four. Uh, First day on the job. Right. Um, and it's like. It's apparent that she's only doing this for her mom. Right. And she's like, oh, there's snacks. Like, yeah. she's so excited about these snacks. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that little bright spot that she gets in, like, all right, I don't really want to be here, but they got snacks. Right. <laughs> Gotta love the craft table. Oh, and um, she's like, her mom is just content. Like, you're going to be a star. You're going to be a star. You're going to, like, be this big thing and her mom homeschools her and she like goes and like does school in between like scenes mm. um and this girl is in there who's like oh you don't really got you don't really gotta do the homework and she's like no nah, i'm gonna do the homework and i said yes ma'am she's a smart kid she is and she's like by the end of the day she's exhausted it's been eight and a half hours on set and she just feels like she's suffocating mm. and her like her mom's just easy to go home and she's like, oh, and you got a close up and 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 like p people are going to beg for you to be the principal actor after this moment, like hyping this thing up when Jeanette's like, God, I want this like I want this to end. I don't want to be doing this. Loving all this. Yeah, her mom's loving all of this, which we lead into. Uh, or did you have something else for chapter four? No, not really. It was a, little, it was a quickie. We just see her quick. first like inside of like being on set for the first time. And then we go into chapter five, where we find out more about like her escapes that she used, which is church, they're Mormon. Um, and we also find out about the layout of their house and learn that like how bad it is, like the hoarding situation. Right, I was like, I mean, this seems like it sucks, but like after this chapter, I was like, oh my God. Like it just gets worse. It got so much worse. Mm -hmm. Like I was imagining existing mm -hmm. in that environment. And I feel like a cluttered environment makes me stressed out already. Right. And as a kid, like you don't have much control over like what's being clean and mm -hmm. what's not you have no control yeah you have very limited control over that and so we find out you know her parents don't make a lot of money and her grandparents are also living with them at the time um and they don't make a lot of money so they're, they're not living like a lavish life or anything right and literally on page 21 she says like she talks about her mom's job and she says but says her main job is ensuring i make it in hollywood yeah like the amount bullshit. of pressure bullshit. that that is literal bullshit her mom is not working yeah sorry mm -hmm. but yeah she blames the fact that like she couldn't like finish her hair school mm -hmm. on cosmetology the kids. school yeah and um that her dad's not making enough and like he works too late but he's working and that's right the thing. it's like you're making jeanette work and you're saying you're her agent but you're not acting you're not Jeanette's doing anything doing the work yeah you're literally just using this as like a reason to a not catalyst. have a job and like picking up shifts randomly like, yeah during the during christmas time at target that's what she says like sorry that's not cutting it right and it, also it's like you're focusing so much on this one child what about the other three that you have that's what i, mean, I kept thinking about this too i didn't even think about that like she's pouring all of this into jeanette but what about the other kids i feel like jeanette is her so it's pouring mm -hmm. into her Mm, yeah 
it's ugh, i don't know oh. what's going on with the other kids right we, we have no idea and she just talks about how like after her mom beat cancer like she became just such a hoarder that their house like the setup y'all i mean i can't imagine they're sleeping on mat yeah like their room is to the point where they can't they can't even live in it Mm -hmm. which is upsetting to me that they're sleeping on gym mats right in their living room like gymnastic mats Mm -hmm. it's really yeah it's really bad um but jeanette talks about her excitement of going to church because she's like that's a three hours where i don't have to be in this place and i I can get get some peace but now i get it yeah, and I, it reminded me because I was like, that was school for me. School mm-hmm. was my escape. You were like, look, eight hours, that's kind of not so bad. Look. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, I was like, I was a, well, I was also a good student because I knew it would make my mom happy mm-hmm. for me coming home with these good grades, being a straight A student, being uh-huh. involved, like all the things, like trying to please her. Oh. so like school was my escape from that the crazy that was your job that was my but school was my your job yeah but like my job was also taking care of my other siblings in a capacity that you i should said, not have been i like my this job yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this job feels okay yeah i don't know about the my other part-time slash i'm not <laughs> with that one and so she's trying to rush everybody out the door and she talks about this one instance where like her brothers make cereal and like they're like just being messy and they get like the milk on the floor and then her mom gets upset the scene and so her mom gets upset and her mom's like wearing tights and she always like you know steps in kind of the same area and she if she steps she Jeanette knows if she steps in the milk she's gonna be like I need new tights we need to stop at Rite Aid before we get to church and they're already running behind so that's like less time Jeanette gets to be at her escape and so this little girl is freaking out going to find a towel put it she she even described putting her whole body weight on the towel to try to clean up the mess so that her mom doesn't step in it and then she needs new tights like the whole like she's doing the mental gymnastics again right just yeah and so but like it still happens her mom steps in the spot like Jeanette's like I cleaned it like right like she was so close she's like I'm working on it it's mainly water she's like wrangling up the whole the whole family because nobody's pressed about making it to church Mm -hmm. Jeanette's like this is my time obviously (laughs) no one else's time yeah because they're all like Jeanette Jeanette just shut up you're being bossy Mm -hmm. and um she's like over here cleaning the floors (laughs) literal (laughs) meanwhile trying to like pour their brother's cereal yeah get her grandma out the bathroom oh my god yes her grandma had a little moment mm-hmm. which i kind of was like oh because her grandma like oh, girl what happened it's her she was like in the bathroom and like she had a perm and like she was on the phone with her friends but like she was being like reminiscent of her mom like you could kind of see the yes the foreshadowing yes. that's happening right there yeah like yes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um the words yeah and so then they you know make it to church but only like not the full time that she gets to be there so it's like you're like damn they had to stop at Friday so you're like fuck oh my god it was like a movie this Mm -hmm. this chapter it really was like I could I was watching it play out in my head the stress was building Mm -hmm. and she like it almost seemed like she fixed it and they were gonna make it on time and then the floor was wet anyway yeah and the thing the thing that kind of got me was like she didn't even she was like i can't even explain to my mom that i clean the floor with water 
mm-hmm. she's already in her head thinks it's milk so like the situation is just or like unsable. it doesn't even matter because her, her tights are wet now now she needs new tights like it's like it doesn't matter what the reason is. like you're saying it doesn't even matter what the reason is yeah, anymore because i was like i get it with the milk like you don't want your feet or like to whatever to stink like yeah milk but with the water like it'll dry to me i'm like it'll dry <laughs> yeah you're like it'll be okay like just air it out right to me that's what i was Mm-mm. thinking but no. there's no like rationing it doesn't yeah. seem reasoning it's like once she has her mind set which i mean we can kind of see once she has her mind set on something that's it wow it's over yeah but uh, then we move to chapter six, which is all about her parents' relationship and also her relationship with her dad. Oh, God, this one was a difficult. Yeah. It, and I was like, and this is where we end this episode? Like, oh, my gosh. Okay, okay. Let me get to the page. Yeah. We're on page 27. Mm-hmm. And her dad gets home. She's like, Dad, like, oh, my gosh. Like, you know that excitement feeling when like, you haven't seen it, like, whichever parent. Mm-hmm. And he's just kind of like over it he's like hey what's up it's been up? a long day yeah it's been a long day i'm not in the mood for this like <laughs> and she's like why don't i connect with him <laughs> it's so hard with him my yeah. mom is so easy yeah and it's like girl <laughs> um and so her mom's mad and this is another one where i'm like uh, watching a plane on my mat her mom's yes, mad because again. yeah her dad's late and her mom equates three that to oh he's like late. yeah three hours Which is late a long time fair valid he was like i was helping a customer he's working two jobs also i know to me i'm like at least he's working Mm -hmm. but she's upset and she says mark eugene mccurdy (laughs) and she's like oh shit that eugene came out i gotta i gotta run the play i gotta run the play to de-escalate the situation she literally is a coach (laughs) in this moment yeah we're almost to the blow up (laughs) right and then her mom says three hours late and then at the background setting the scene her her brothers are are playing 007 nintendo this is such as like this to me, is the dynamic of this family. This yeah. Scene. Yeah. Because the, the whole boys scene. are vibing on the damn Nintendo, mm-hmm. not concerned. Right. And she is over here like, this is happening. This is my Super Bowl. Right. And she's like, like, Mom, don't you want to watch Jay Leno? Like, let's, let's, like, let's look, oh, go do something else. You don't have to worry about this right now. Distraction. It's too late, though. And her mom's going up at her dad. She gets a kitchen knife and starts threatening him. And, like, he's like, whoa, like, calm down, like, the kids. And she's like, I would never hurt my kids. Like, how dare you think I would hurt my children as you're, like, holding a butcher knife? Like, yeah, big ass knife. knife. And he's like, she's like, get out, leave. Yeah. I was like, isn't this his parents' house? Your house? Mm-hmm. your house mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she shits on this man all the time all the They're time in his parents house that like he's really like paying for i just it's so it's messed so up. it's so messed up but he's like you're crazy yeah and she's like fuck you like she doesn't say that but like basically and like he leaves to de-escalate the situation um because he, she lunges at him mm. he she, she says he slips his shoes back on and hurries out mom walks back into the kitchen and puts the knife in a drawer she falls to her knees and starts sobbing a painful moaning wail i crouch down next to her and hug her somebody wins the next round of 007 like as in like her brothers aren't even like 
Oh, right. They're in the other yeah, room play- mm-hmm. And she just had the most traumatic experience. Day this is. Yeah. Like, she... Okay, can we talk about some red flags in this little moment? Yeah, real quick. Real quick. Okay, so... What is it that happens? Something happens. He takes a step towards her. What did he say? Oh, he said, Deb, I'm a couple hours late. This is not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, she starts slapping him yeah physically assaulting him him. Mm -hmm. truly and Jeanette says go mom you got oh yeah I forgot about that part like what is going on here yeah like we need to talk Jeanette because is this like a thing that happens I feel like we're I mean we're talking we're I feel like we're gonna get into it Jeanette like she's but remember she she is her mom she has to be on her mom's side and so it's like she feels that constant need to show that of like I'm on your side no matter Uh, what you know what I mean maybe maybe also like her mom in previous situations because apparently this happens like often every week Mm -hmm. it's happened it's been a little while this time so she's like oh yeah yeah but um i don't know if like maybe her mom like after a fight or something mm, like she challenged her like why'd you have to like kick dad out and she's like why aren't you on my side right or like why weren't you help defend me when your dad was coming after because i can see both doesn't make sense like you're both of their kids so to me but I'm she like, has that she has that very connection with her mom yes a very um Mm. I'm trying to think of the word, uh, not traumatic, but toxic, oh, toxic, toxic bond. Toxic bond. So yeah, we're that one. That was how we ended that one. Oh my god! Wait, hold on. There's one more thing I wanted to say. Oh, okay. So her dad says you're crazy or something, and Jeanette's like, you shouldn't have said that. Yeah, it like sets the bomb off even she, further. She's like. Don't you know that that is what triggers her? Yeah. And it reminded me of like times when I was listening to my parents fight and you hear your one parent say the one thing that Mm, really always gets them, gets them. And it always escalates the situation. And like, so me and my brother have these, like, we're so yeah, in that way that we're like, they're so dumb. Like, why do they argue? Like they're both like not seeing each other's sides and it's like as the kid you see both sides often. yeah yeah because you're not in it because you're not in it you mm-hmm. can see it clearer and so i just thought that was like a, a little know, moment little moment yeah. yeah relatable content relatable content right there yeah oh uh, it's just it's gonna be a lot of relatable content i feel like too relatable too much relatable content already yeah for me. so Next week, we'll be talking about chapters uh, 7 through, I can't do math, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 12. Yep, 7 through 12. Um, let us know, what, like, how are you feeling right now yeah. after we've read this? Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts? Um, email us at shewellread at gmail.com. Like, if you had any moments like we were having, like, oh, my gosh, yeah. I remember this from my childhood. Or, like, I connected here with this moment. Um, yeah. Yeah, email us. But until next time, it's been another, ooh, hello. <laughs> this is another episode of She Will Ride. <laughs> I'm Alana. <laughs> <laughs>